What's up, guys? Welcome back to the locker room. It's your host, Walker Zimmerman here, hanging out with two of my best friends in the league. We got Jordan Morris, Christian Roldan joining us from Seattle. What's up, guys? What's going on? What's up, player? If you can't tell, the second one was Christian. The first one was Jordan. Um, thank you guys for being on. You guys are some of my best friends, and we're going to talk about friendships in the MLS this on this podcast. Pleasure so, to be on, brother. Thank you. Yeah, dude. We'll start with you, Christian. Um, a lot has been said about your glory days in high school and some of your ridiculous stats that you, you shared with me the other week. Um, how many goals did you score your senior year? I scored 54 goals my senior year. <laughs> Uh, 54 goals in how many games? Uh, I think 30, 33, 35 or so. Oh my goodness. So if you didn't know, he was playing in like the single A division of California. Um, <laughs> but anyways, Christian Roldan, Gatorade National High School Player of the Year. I actually got to go to his house. I saw the plaque. It's real. Um, dude, that's amazing. And then we, he also won MLS Cup 2016 as did Jordan. 14 caps at the national team, and he's in his fifth season with Seattle. And then Jordan Morris, the man who doesn't need any introduction, um, national champion, Stanford junior year, Herman Trophy winner, so that goes to the best college player. Um, he was rookie of the year, 2016, and 33 caps, five goals with the national team. So we got two guys, superstars. Um, again, no, no introduction needed for them, but – I know that you guys have both reached uh, the national team. You've reached a lot of success with Seattle. And I want to just touch on kind of very quickly your path to making it as a professional or to the full men's national team, because uh, I know it's been different for both of you. So we'll start with Christian. Uh, just tell me about your soccer journey, how it happened, how you kind of grew up, and, and what ultimately uh, your path was. Well, I grew up with uh, two brothers who pushed me each and every day. We played every sport. Uh, I played for a really small club called Club Independiente, and we didn't go to too many tournaments, um, well, big tournaments at least, mm -hmm. and so it, it made it really tough for me to uh, get scouted, and so I didn't have too many options going into my senior year, and like you said, I had one Gatorade National Player of the Year, but that didn't come until after um, right, because that was senior year, right? Committed. Yeah, so yeah. I committed senior year um, after only two schools were really interested in me late in my senior year, and then uh, I ended up committing to to UW, um, and everything from then on went very smoothly. I was able to play in each and every game. Um, beat Jordan for Pac-12 freshman of the year, which was fantastic. I love, I love it's that. It's yeah. really my only accomplishment in life. And was then, you beat him in something. Yeah, it's big yeah, time. I, I went to his house, and the first thing that I see when I walked in was the freshman of the year on the table. I think he asked his mom to put it out. I called my mom the day before to, to put, to it, put it out. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. And then got a contract uh, offer my second year uh, with UW, and uh, it was it was too hard to pass up on it, and uh, I ended up getting picked uh, 16th in the draft. RSL traded their pick to Seattle, and uh, I ended up here and didn't play very much my my first year. Second year is kind of uh, where when I broke out, and and I think that had to do because well Jordan 
got onto the team, and you know, I just felt more comfortable. And, and I, I think Jordan put in a good word for me yeah, to play. Yeah, yeah, so that, that sounds about right. Jordan's word is 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 heavy. Yeah. <laughs> Jordan, uh, what about your path? Just you grew up playing, you know, U six, and then Jurgen called and said, "I want." You. <laughs> uh, yeah, I grew up in Seattle. Played for a club called Eastside for eight years and then went to the Sounders Academy um, for my last year in high school, my senior year. So um, that's how I kind of got my contract with Seattle. They had my rights. So um, went off to college um, at Stanford and um, and then came back and played for the Sounders. I think my path to the national team is what's a little bit more unique. I was part of the U20 cycle a little bit, but not really involved in the youth national teams that much. Um, but I was involved in the U20 cycle just before uh, they went off to the World Cup. Uh, I didn't end up making that team, but Tab was the coach, and he got to see me a little bit. And then the full team came to Stanford to train before the World Cup. Um, and uh, in yeah, in 2014, and they came to, to Stanford. And so Tab told Jurgen, if you if we need an extra player, like this kid played for the U20s a bit, he he could jump into training. And so uh, one day they just asked if I could come out to training and of course I said yes I was super nervous but uh said yes and yeah, did, you talk, did you talk to any of the players that time were you nervous to talk to any of the players on the, no, on the I team? didn't say a word yeah I didn't say a word <laughs> to them I mean I knew Brad Evans knew Clint a little bit just from right. DeAndre just from being around the Sounders so um I kind of <laughs> talked to those guys a little bit but didn't say a word to anyone else and um and had a training that day, and then we scrimmaged them the next day, which was kind of a surprise for, for a lot of the guys on the team. So that was a pretty cool experience. And um, I think that's kind of where I was seen, was in that that scrimmage. Fortunately, I had a good game, and um, they saw me there. And Jurgen, uh, after the World Cup, came back to Stanford and met with my dad and myself and my coach at, at Stanford and said he wanted to call me into a, a camp. So that's I think great. that's all where, where it really started. And it's kind of a you know a unique situation, but um, I was just fortunate that they came to train yeah, there. They could have gone anywhere, so pretty cool. And it, I think what's also is unique is the fact that both you guys are playing in Seattle, places that you know Jordan, you grew up in, in Washington and Seattle, and Christian, you, you didn't grow up there, but you played college there. I mean, how cool is it to play for kind of the local team that you probably grew up uh, attending games or rooting for? Yeah, for me, it's it's super special. My whole family's here. Um, Dad's the team doctor, so just having the the, the family ties is pretty cool. And, and playing for a team that I supported growing up, I went to the first game when they came to Seattle, and um, and just knew I wanted to be playing on that field someday. So for me, it's 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 amazing, and and it's it's also a very cool city to play. And the fans are amazing, and yeah, we're sure. we're very lucky with that. But um, for me, especially, I think just having my family and growing up here is pretty cool. And for me, uh, it was really cool. Uh, on my official visit with, with the University of Washington, um, Jamie Clark, our head coach, uh, brought us down, brought my dad and myself down to uh, Starfire, where oh, the nice. Sanders trained. And he said, maybe you can train here one day. Um you know, just, you know, trying to recruit me. Right. And, and, and it worked. And I did not think any, anything of it. Um, went to a Portland Seattle game when I was in college and fell in love with it. And 
after I got drafted, I feel I felt like the the city really, um, you know, uh, acknowledged me with with open arms, and it, it was just a, a great experience, and and I've had zero complaints ever since. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, many of the listeners are probably like, why do we have these Seattle guys on the podcast? This is an LAFC podcast, but I want to dive into something a little deeper, which is kind of about the, the friendships, the relationships with um, guys that are sometimes teammates, sometimes they're your friends, sometimes um, they're your rivals. Um, and so that's a really weird dynamic, having chances to play on the national team together with guys that play on different clubs. And I know we probably all handle that a little bit differently. Um and so I guess for me, it, it was funny playing in Seattle this year because so much of the game, is, it was a huge game, and, you know, national television, I was ready to go. But then something about just seeing Jordan, like, standing next to me, I was just kind of, like, laughing, you know? I was just kind of, like, wanted to poke him and mess around. Yeah. Um, so it's, like, it's an interesting dynamic. Yeah, what are your thoughts on, you know, being teammates sometimes, rivals and enemies at other times? Yeah, I think it's, it's weird. There were a couple moments this year, too, where I felt like, it's just a little weird, like, before the LAC game down there, I tried to mess with Tyler a little bit, and he was just completely game-faced, you know, like, before the game. And I was kind of, I wasn't taken back, but I was like, okay, bro. Like, right, right. <laughs> it's kind of like, we're friends, you know? So that's how I that's how I see it. And obviously, I was I was ready to play, too, but just, um, like, you, you, you think, like you said, you kind of just start laughing because you think of the good times that we have together. Or in the game, when you... Yeah, why don't you tell that story? Easy, easy yellow card foul. Uh, oh. I'm breaking breaking in on goal, and Walker pulls me back, right? And the ref sees it. He calls a foul, and I'm I get. I mean, I'm kind of. I just think it sounded like mad, ref, that's a yellow card. <laughs> <laughs> we were also. It was a tough game for us, so I was just pissed in general. Yeah. But probably a yellow card. But I didn't really realize it was you. And then after I like felt the need to say I'm so, like sorry, I'm trying to get you yellow. Because we're we're friends. So I think that dynamic is. <clears throat> is a little weird but it's it's fun at the same time like you were able to stay over in seattle after the game right at right. my house and just being able to to have those friendships outside the team is is i think something yeah. pretty cool and it, it really connects the whole league and now going to christian i think of all the guys that i've talked to about christian it's funny because they all say the same thing is this guy will come up in the, in the middle of the game and ask you random things he went to reggie's yes. like hey how's your Fortnite game going like yeah. you know just, just like messing around with people about about Christian real quick this I think this is the funniest story <laughs> we're playing in LA against Galaxy two years ago three years ago two years ago I think it was my rookie year 2016 and this guy doesn't even know Sebastian Legette at this point like obviously knows him but doesn't really know him and I'm running up the field it's like a big game we need to win I'm running up the field and I, all I hear from Christian is bro your Instagram's fire he just says that to Sebastian during <laughs> the game I said man your Instagram's fire and then they just talk about they're both like such nice guys, but they they and now they know each other. But at that point, right. they didn't really know each other, and they're both talking about how they're gonna follow each other after the game. Or oh my god! I was like, this guy just asks such random questions during the game to people. I mean, he's a competitor and he fights and like scraps, yeah, but then he gets in people's faces. <laughs> I don't know if he's like trying to psych. Yeah, him what, out or what? what's that? Let's hear from the guy himself. What is what is that about? <laughs> I'm just trying to make friends, man. No, like, I think, think it's like that a tactic. I'm, People think that I'm like a mean guy and like I come off as as a mean guy because I tackle hard or I get into people's faces or I'm yelling at the ref. But I'm just a I'm I'm a friendly guy and people don't I don't think they realize that. Can you vouch for me or what? Yeah, that that's a great lead in into 
into our circle of friendship. So us three, because I think all of these friendships were very different in how they formed. So I want to talk and we'll call it, was this friendship real or was it forced? And so I'll start off with my relationship with Jordan. Uh, it's going to, it's going to go down for me as real. So I met him first, uh, U23 camp. We were sitting at a you know lunch table, just eating. And I was kind of making fun of him because I called him a rabbit because every meal that I'd seen him eat, he'd just been eating salad and berries. And I was like, dude, what are you doing? Like, there's all this food out here and all you do is eat berries and salad. So we hit it off. We started playing cards and it was gradual. And then with Christian, I mean, I'm going to go with forced because <laughs> I obviously didn't know you except through Jordan. I knew that he roomed with you, that he was like best friends with you. Obviously the MLS posts all these things about best friend duos out in the league and somehow you guys are on it. And so I, I knew who Christian was, and then I think the first time we actually met, and it was funny, is was at the union player meetings, player association meetings uh, in December, and I didn't even talk to you, but I knew, like, I was so close to Jordan at the time, I didn't really talk to you, and then the next month was January camp, and then we became, like, best friends, and I'd just seen you a month before, but I didn't really know you, so I feel like Jordan just kind of was the bridge into our relationship, and I think it was forced by association, and now it's so real, I can't even believe it. <laughs> I would I mean I would agree with that I think I don't know what you have to say but I remember at a U20 camp one time I, I hadn't met Walker yet <clears throat> I remember Will Trapp sitting there and just we were talking about you I think you were hurt at the time and he was like man just wait till you meet this kid like he is the funniest kid and just like he was just going off about it I was like hype me up a little guy? bit oh wow uh, yeah he was hyping you up but in a good way and then I was like who is this kid and then when I met you like but that one January camp, we started hanging out a little bit. And then uh, the next camp, we were roommates in yep. San Jose, right? Mm-hmm. At, at Qualifier. So I think that's where our friendship really blossomed. I got to meet Sal there. Yeah. Big part of my life. And so that's like a big deal. And then I didn't get invited to the wedding, but. Ooh, that hurts. Yeah. I mean, it was a couple months <laughs> too late, you know? Yeah, just a little bit too late. But I would agree, I think. Very real, maybe a little full. Well, my, my first impression of Walker, I mean, this guy had some shaggy hair. Like, his hair was really long when we're playing him in the playoffs. And he probably thought I was the worst player on the pitch that day because I got subbed in, ended up at left back, getting burned by Barrios and Tesho Akindeli. And, and then this guy scores, like, I think he scores the header to tie the game yeah. up. And then we go to PKs, and he scores the the PK to, to finish us off in the playoffs. And this guy celebrates so hard. I mean, I've never seen this guy. I, I've never seen someone, celebrate, someone celebrate this hard and just like total passion. And it's great, but you would never think he's that nice of a guy yeah. off the field. And so I, I was like, that. Who, who is this guy though? Like, <laughs> This guy is like just feeling himself like with his yeah. celebrations and I remember oh sorry. And then and then like you meet him and he's just the the nicest, friendliest guy that you'll that you'll ever meet. Oh you guys. We we uh I remember watching that game too and you had your little man bun going and you uh scored that PK and you just turned and stared at everyone. Yeah, he <laughs> and didn't I was move. like, Oh my gosh, this kid is super cocky like right, right. Himself, and I didn't know I didn't know who you were but I remember watching that and then yeah you meet him and it's completely opposite so I think that's that's what's cool about getting no kids on the national team because it's so different on the field when you're on the field like 
you're maybe just a competitor. Goes. You want to win. We're all competitors. We all want to win. Not that your friendships go away, but but you put them to the side for a second and like you're you're just playing the game. But then you kind of get sometimes get the wrong impression of people on the fields. Like if you if yeah. you don't know them or or if you just see what their actions and then you meet them at the national team or, or well, at a different I, event. And I would I would also agree with that and also. You, you get to appreciate them on the field a lot more. Mm-hmm. Like you you see things that you say, oh, I didn't know Walker was that good of a passer. I always felt he was good, but man, he's really good at passing, you know, stuff like that. Right. And you don't really anticipate that because you're not playing with them each and every day in training or yeah. in a game. And so I get, I try to watch every single one of LAFC's game because I have buddies on the team, right? right. And so... I'm always texting you like saying, you know, good job or thought you played really well, didn't lose the ball once, stuff like that. But you see it on the field and then you see their tendencies. And it's a it's a great thing to see because you're like, man, I saw that at January camp. I saw that at Gold Coast. I knew he was going to make that path. Exactly. Yeah. 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 No, it is so much fun. And and I noticed that myself. Um, I'm definitely watching like all of our friends games who we were with in the national team. It's watching Aaron Long, Michael Bradley, like just Josie, watching all their games and just being like, oh my gosh, like this is way more fun now that you know them as people. And again, like you said, their tendencies. So uh, I want to move on and talk about uh, the roommate life because you guys have obviously roomed together for what, three seasons now? Um, On and off. Well, on and off. Yeah, I know there's been a little bit of you know, betrayal, complications, some some time away from the game. having brothers on the team and uh but i want to talk about i want to see how well you guys know each other so i made up a little game um for those listening i i gave them each five questions and asked them to answer that those questions about themselves and then i'm going to have the other person try and guess what they think the other person said so if that doesn't make sense you'll understand as soon as i start going but we'll start with jordan so i'm going to read the question i have the responses that jordan sent me but now it's Christian's turn to guess um, what Jordan's responses were. So, Christian, what is Jordan's favorite food? This is tough because he's a food junkie. <laughs> he, I mean, he loves everything. So, like, I can go from tacos. I can go from burritos. I can go to euros. This guy loves everything. I mean, he'll he'll eat anything and. And everything in his face. Um, so you have one answer. Give me it. Um, I think it's specific. And so I would go with uh, fajitas. No, you got it right, dude. Yes. <laughs> That's amazing. Because he always orders yeah. fajitas. <laughs> you were dancing around with the tacos and burritos. I was yeah. a little worried. Yeah. Okay. Well done. One for one. Uh, what is Jordan's middle name? Perry. <laughs> Yeah, easy enough. Yeah. Yep. What is Jordan's spirit animal? Mm, I was talking to Jordan about this one earlier because sometimes he's like a sloth, you know, where he just doesn't want to move and it's just like gangly and tired all the time. Yeah, yeah. His shuffle walk. Um, exactly. But Aaron Long would appreciate this. I would say maybe Snorlax. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna put that as my my own spirit. Yeah, because he loves to sleep and he loves to just lay down and relax. I love. But it. that's not really an animal. No, it's not. But is that your final answer? Uh, no, because that's wrong. I don't think this is. Yeah, 
I, honestly, I don't think this is my spirit animal. I just really like this animal, if that helps at all. Um, I'm going to go with a dog. Mm-mm, I'm sorry. Two for three. It was a tiger. Tiger. Which, which okay. honestly, Jordan, when you said that, I, it, it didn't really connect with me, but whatever. What do you think it would be? Snorlax. Uh, I'm interested to hear your opinion. Uh, I don't know. I'll have to think about it and get back to you okay. on that one. You can text me later. Um, okay, what is the weirdest pregame habit or nightly routine that Jordan this has? This is easy for him. Easy? I, Wait, I had this one in the a whole question. Yeah, Walker would know this one too. Yeah. Wait, what, read the question again. I think only. Yeah. yeah. Weirdest, no. weirdest pregame habit or nightly routine habit that Jordan has. I mean, he goes to the restroom quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> he goes number two quite a bit, but that's not his routine, I guess. Um, he, I mean, he goes to sleep with headphones on. Uh, yeah, there you go. Bingo. Three for Bingo. four. Yep. All right. Sleep, uh, listening to TV shows, which is yeah. funny because he doesn't even watch them. He just has he watch the them. sound on the classic pillow over his face. Classic Jordan. Um, all right, here we go. This is a great, great question here. What's the one thing that you think Jordan is most annoyed by? Wait, that I'm most annoyed by? Oh, sorry, Christian sorry. What is the one thing that you think uh, Christian is most annoyed by? I said you're most annoyed by. Yeah. Uh, one thing in your life, what would Jordan say about you? That you're annoyed about me. No, what's the one thing that I think that you find the most annoying? So like I was guessing oh. what you found the most annoying. Probably singing. <laughs> like when someone else is singing. Like when you're singing. Oh, okay. That's fair. But I'm wrong. Yeah, you're wrong. What is it? If someone's better than him at Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you said. Yeah, would make you the most annoyed. Yeah, that would probably make me mad. Yeah. Yeah. All right, if Jordan. Wrong. So you got three. That was pretty good. Three of five is, is not bad. Oh. So, all right, Jordan. What is Christian's favorite food? Come on, puppy. I have a few guesses, though. Like, you've told me a few foods that are your favorite. So, uh, your mom's pupusas? Oof. Ah, one for one. Well done. Well done. All right, what if is Christian? If you haven't Christian's... tried pupusas, you should yeah. try them. If you haven't, trust me, I've had the authentic They're Roldan amazing. pupusas. They are unbelievable. Um, Jordan, what is Christian's middle name? No middle name. Yeah, trick question. No middle name. Two oh. for two. What is his spirit animal? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, I told him on this morning that he said it was wrong. Um, a bull? <laughs> <laughs> Like an ox. <laughs> an ox. <laughs> an ox. Oh, he's a doggy, apparently. I didn't see that doggy. one either. Doggy. Yeah, not even a dog or a puppy. <laughs> like that he's, a, he's a doggy. Uh, all right, we're two for three. What is uh, the weirdest pregame habit or nightly routine habit that Christian has? Can you give me a hint of yeah, which well, one you right, yeah, pre- Pregame habit. Pregame habit. He showers with you before yeah, he Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. Three for four. Hey, hey, hey. I just shower. I don't well, shower with people. Sorry. I you just guys, shower. You guys showered. You guys both well, did that. We both have the same habit, yeah. Both so took we, a shower yeah. before the game. That's yeah. true. That's true. At the stadium. Every time they get to the stadium, they take a shower. All right. 
And what is the the one thing that you think the other person is most annoyed by? So what are what are you most annoy, annoyed by? Um, Aaron Long? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> really close. When really people close. made fun of my stature. No, but that's no. Good that's one. probably the real. That's answer, where I was though. going with that's that's, long. that's where that's I, that's honestly I probably the real answer. But he said pickaxing Jordan. No, that's true. <laughs> I do get frustrated with that. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, pickaxing in Fortnite, uh, there's nothing that makes Jordan more upset than when he gets pickaxed. It's just so, plain disrespect. Doesn't happen. It is. It is. So three for five. Uh, that was a good effort. Um, so moving on to, as we, we talked about, there's a lot of time on the road, especially when you're gone with the national team. Um, one of the things that I thought was the most fun from Gold Cup was we requested to have adjoining rooms. So Jordan and I were right next to Christian and Aaron Long. And I'm going to paint the picture for you, but we each brought our individual Xboxes and games cases or monitors, and we would set them up in our adjacent rooms, leave the door open, and we would just put in some sessions. Um, so that's one of the things we do on the road that brings a lot of enjoyment. It's funny seeing guys board the plane with, you know, their little suitcases, including their Xbox. Um, so that's one of the things that we do. Uh, I want to hear from you guys. What are some of your other favorite things to do on the road uh, with your teammates? Jordan likes to sleep. <laughs> Jordan likes to just ignore everybody and just sleep. Um, and I would say that Walker and Jordan are really good roommates for that reason because they both can sleep in. This like is sleep very in. Yeah. true. We have a very similar so, schedule on, on yeah. game day especially. Yeah, we're similar sleepers. Yeah. Yeah, I think we paired really nicely together. And we uh, we played a lot of cards, didn't we, Jordan? We played a lot of cards. Yeah. Bach was a good card player, and <clears throat> he taught me this game that he played on the – we played, like, for a lot of the trip, and I'd never played before, and right away we started – you know, he likes to bet for a little bit of money, and right away we, you know, I started losing, losing a little bit too much, so I had to calm him we down. To, we had to slim it down a little bit. We had to slim it down to three dollars or something like that. Yeah. So, uh, but a lot yeah. of cards, yeah. It is a lot of time on the road, so find stuff to keep you. We played heads up on the phone. Yep. Yeah. As a team, that was pretty fun. Um, little activities like that that, you know, they're fun, but team bonding as well. Yeah. It's I, crazy I would how watch. Much you have to pass the time. Yeah, I had to. Um, I had started Game of Thrones really late, so that was something that Aaron Long and I did before we went to bed. We would uh, put on one episode, episode of Game of Thrones. Yeah, it was really fun because he was rewatching it with me, basically, and he did it for the for for myself, you know, keeping me in the loop and, and helping me get through it. So he was your Game of Thrones educator. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So. Uh, last thing I want to talk about, um, obviously you guys are very active in the community. Um, Jordan, you have your Jordan Morris Foundation. Christian, you're involved with a lot of charity work. I know Seattle does a really good job of community outreach. Um, what is what is like your life away from soccer? What does that entail? I know you both also recently are homeowners, so you're working on keeping your house in shape. Like, What, what is life away from soccer for both of you? Uh, well, I uh, work with America Score Seattle which is a basically a program foundation that helps with um, after-school programs for kids who um, are in lower-income uh, schools or in lower-income families um, that don't have the necessary, necessary um, you know, just 
options to, to be able to play the sport or, or to do after school activities. So they help with, um, poetry slams as well as soccer. Um, so they play basically small sided soccer, uh, on certain days. And then they, they do, uh, poetry slams on, on other days. It's a really cool program. I've been a part of it for two, three years now. And, and it's really fun to interact with these kids who, um, you know, just have a blast playing the sport and also, you know, educating themselves each and every day. And then at home, you know, I play video games, but also try to keep my house as clean as possible. Um, I'm very minimalistic. I don't like a lot of things, um, you know, on the on the counter or, um, you know, just a lot of furniture. I'm, I'm not a big fan of that. So, um, keeping yeah, it clean. Smell, is, smelling nice. You, you're a big smelling candle nice. guy. That's, yeah. that's a big one. Big candle guy. Um, and then I, I live with my bro- brother and his girlfriend and then my girlfriend. So, uh, we're always having dinner together and, and, uh, enjoying each other with, with some TV shows and, and movies. Um, yeah, same at home. Just, um, moved uh moved in with my two buddies six months ago now so i'm pretty ocd i like things clean as well so um that's a constant i mean you realize as a homeowner how much there is to do there's always something going on that needs to be fixed or cleaned or laundry or something and i think i have you know new respect for for my parents because they you know had to do that with with kids as well so um, it's a lot of work, but a, a lot of fun at the same time and giving to li- live with your friends is, is pretty cool. And, and then, yeah, I, I, um, started a foundation, uh, my rookie year in Seattle, um, to help type one diabetics and, um, Jordan Morris foundation. And <clears throat> with the, the goal that we say is to educate, inspire and support kids living with type one diabetes. And pretty much it, it's just outreach to kids in a lot of different ways, um, trying to let them know or telling them that everything is going to be okay and that they can accomplish whatever they want to accomplish. And I think the coolest part about the program, especially this year is we've, uh, we do a playmaker program where after every, it was originally after every home game, we bring a kid on the field and, um, I'm able to talk to them and and I get to give them a Jersey and and we extended that to away games and and every away game has someone signed up for that. So, um, no matter where we travel, I, I get to talk to a kid, which is which is pretty special. And, and the club here does a really good job too with supporting different organizations. And I think it's cool to see like around the league, just the MLS in general. I think does a good job of, of getting getting us out in the in the community, and we have a platform now um, as soccer players to to be able to make an impact. And I think it's important to use that. So. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. I think that's one of the most special parts of our job and also like a, an obligation that we have as yeah. as athletes and people who, um, you know, a lot of kids especially look up to. And how are we hailing that? How are we being role models? How are we giving back? Um, right. So I think that the two things that you guys touched on there with um, your foundation and America Scores, uh, those are incredible opportunities. I'm glad that you guys are getting involved there. Um, one of the new things that uh, the locker room has the privilege of doing, um, thanks to our, our sponsorship from TCL, is we actually are going to be giving away TVs to guests on our show for you guys to either uh, use in whatever way that you feel like it's needed, whether that's to the foundations you mentioned, uh, et cetera. But um, TCL is, is one of America's fastest growing TV brands, and I I'm fortunate they gave me uh, two over the past few years, and we love them. They've been incredible. So I know that you guys are going to love them or, or bless someone with those. Um, 
So thanks to TCL for, for that. And I'm excited that you guys are the first guests to get to benefit from this really cool partnership. So um, congrats, guys. Yeah, that's uh, awesome. That's Thank a you. nice little surprise. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. No, that'll be great. And I think we both have things that we can maybe donate them to or or check them out. But we're, we're really excited about that. That's really cool. So thank you. Thanks, yeah, TCL. For sure. That's that's our Appreciate present that. for yeah. That's our present for uh, for you guys being on and taking your time. And obviously, uh, we don't play you guys again this season, but hopefully, we'll we'll see each other soon and and just keep blossoming our friendships. In Jordan's words, I can watch Walker Zimmerman play on that TV. Yeah. Oh, that's gonna, true. That's true. It'll look, real nice. it'll look real sharp. I'll look even better. <laughs> or worse. Hey, I didn't mention my haircuts for you. Yeah. Also, shout out to my barber. Um, my hair's getting a little long, so I'm a little overdue. But Christian Roldan, anyone in Seattle, if you need a cut, hit him up on Instagram. Uh, <laughs> everyone uh, hit him up. Everyone hit him up. He's free. He's free. He doesn't start. <laughs> well, thank you guys for coming on. Uh, miss you guys. Love you guys. And uh, I'm really excited that we get to be friends for the rest of our lives through soccer. Love All you right. too, man. Love you, brother. Love you guys. Thanks for having us. Peace. What's up, guys? Walker Zimmerman here. Back at the uh, locker room. I'm going to start over. <laughs> <laughs> Is it live or what? <laughs> no, it's me. Cut it. Yeah, yeah. Is it live? It's going on the end. Blooper. My first blooper, dude.